Hi guys. I just, I actually couldn't wait to get back on here and do the second episode of this podcast of my story because this was where everything changed. Like, yes, I got on a plane. Yes, I transformed myself. I I cleared out within my subconscious mind the beliefs, the emotions that I'd been holding on to for forever. I didn't even realize that that I could change. I just had almost come to the point of just accepting that this is who I was and this is what I had to accept. And that is so far, far from the truth. And this is why I am so passionate and encouraged in doing this so that I can be that one that maybe if I reach one other person and you actually go, oh my God, I don't have to accept this. I don't have to put up with this anymore. I can change things within my mind. This isn't my programming. This is what I was led to believe that I am. And oh my goodness, I can change that. Then this is all worth it. Everything that I've gone through is worth it if I can get that message to just one person. So carrying on from um, when I came back from Sydney, what I found was really, really hard to let go of, which was ironic, was the emotion of guilt. So through a process, we're able to release these emotions within the subconscious mind of anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. And they're just blocks of energy, like emotions are just energy. And so there's ways to release them within the body because they do harm us. They harm us in a physical way as well. It's what creates illness and sickness within us is holding on to these negative emotions. And when I was going to release guilt, I felt so guilty. Like I literally just felt so guilty about releasing guilt. And the reason that I'd gone away was to find myself and to know whether I actually wanted to carry on my life as it was, you know, in this marriage that was, that was dead, that was not fulfilling, which was not passionate, which was not aligned to who I was, who I was when I was 17 is completely different to who I was when I was 40. I had changed. And so but I felt really bad. I felt really bad that I was going to potentially come home from Sydney and break up my family home to break the hearts of my three children who had not seen that there was a problem with mommy and daddy because we never argued, but we also never did anything else either. Um, and so when I released guilt through a lot of courage because I really thought if I release guilt, then who am I? If I don't feel guilty for this, then am I going to feel cold? Am I going to, you know, who am I if I don't carry this guilt? But yet I was guilty of nothing. Like I'd never done anything wrong in my life. I was like the good girl, you know, like the dream daughter that never did anything wrong and never did drugs and you know, never went and slept around. Like I was just not one of those challenging children or teenagers that would just, you know, climb out the window. And my dad never even knew that. Like he constantly would just talk at me and about me as if I was that. But yet he had no idea that I was just so scared of everything that I wouldn't have even dared do anything. And so I was I had no reason to carry all of this guilt around with me. But yet I did for some reason. 
So anyway, <laughs> we released guilt. Holy shit. I went back to my pissy smelled hotel room and I was jumping up and down on the bed like the music was full blast and I was just jumping up and down on my bed with so much joy and so much happiness. And yet that morning, I'd been awake since four o'clock in the morning, bawling my eyes out, crying, feeling so nervous and scared about releasing guilt. And there I was like after the course had finished that day, jumping up and down on my bed, so elated because I felt so free. You know, if you can imagine like carrying around like a sandbag on your back through the whole of your life, it just felt so heavy and tiring and you don't even know why and you just seem to have to carry it around everywhere with you. It was like somebody had taken it off my back. It was, it's just the most freeing feeling I can't even explain to you. And I was just so excited. I was obviously still concerned, but I was so excited to go home and start my new life because I had nothing to feel guilty about. I realized that I was doing this for the good of all of us. I knew that I had to leave my marriage. I knew what I had to do. And I knew that if I didn't do it, nobody was going to do it. And the biggest driver was that I did not want my children to think that this was actually okay. And this was an acceptable relationship. And I, to be honest, I never would have forgiven myself if I'd have just stayed and then go, I shot out into the future and imagined if my boys were in relationships that me and my ex-husband had, if they actually saw that this was normal and if my daughter went into a relationship and actually saw that this was normal and she she mimicked that because it's basically learned behavior. Like, you know, we believe what we see, what we grow up to see and believe. And, and I just didn't want that for them. I was like, no, this is not passionate. It's not fulfilling. There's no, there's not much love there. Like, you know, we, we were not intimate for years. Like it was just, there was just nothing there. Um, and I thought it was me all the time. I literally thought it was my fault. It's me. There's a problem with me. And I, you know, I just put all the blame on me that it was my issue. And now I see and what I've learned that, you know, it wasn't just me, but I do take, I take responsibility for the part that I played. And I believe that everything is perfect. And that is exactly, he was exactly the guy that I wanted to attract in my life at that time. And the way that I explain that is that we are all manifestors, even though we don't know it, but we subconsciously manifest what we want. And so all I remember saying was that I am never going to be with a guy like my dad. I never, ever want to be with anybody that is like my dad. And so I basically just attracted without even knowing, and I called in the opposite. I called in a guy that was completely opposite to my dad, like he wasn't controlling and he let me basically do whatever I wanted. And I was able to manipulate, control. And as a woman, when you are in a relationship, and this is, you know, coming to masculine and feminine energies, it's not about the man and the woman, but actually the, the energies of the masculine and the feminine, that you then get that polarity. And so if if the man is in the feminine energy and the woman is in the masculine energy, which means, you know, the woman is very much like makes all the decisions, you know, just is very, you know, kind of 
there's a dark masculine and there's a there's a light masculine and I was very much in the dark masculine and I was controlling and I did all that to keep me safe because he was very much in the feminine energy very much like almost needed to be mothered and be told what to do and wasn't very strong and decisive and so as a woman when you're with a guy like that you don't feel safe and so what we do to feel safe is we just go right if I've got to take control I've got to do this myself all right I'll do it and so we come into our dark masculine energy but then we don't feel into that feminine and we don't feel we don't feel free and we don't have flow and we don't feel like you know that sexual energy and we don't feel light and so you know everything's quite rigid and it's just not a good place to be as a woman you know we have to have both like we all have both within us we have the masculine and the feminine within us both but and one of us is is more dominant but the key is to, you know, in a relationship, it's very, it's very key to actually be able to go into your feminine energy around your man. Because if, and if you have a masculine man and you are in your masculine energy, then you're just basically going to just butt heads. And so it's important to drop into that soft feminine energy and your man can be in his soft masculine energy in his light masculine energy energy. And then you've got the polarity and then you feel safe. And then, you know, it's, it's, it works. Obviously, you know, if you're in work mode, you know, as a woman in work mode, then we can, we can still build a business and an empire in our feminine energy, but some aspects of our masculine energy comes in like, you know, the, the, the goals that we want to hit and the drive and the, you know, just getting shit done because, you know, the masculine energy is very like goal and focused and, you know, the feminine energy is more about flow and adaptation. And so it's really important to have both. If you're, if you're in a beautiful relationship and your man has mastered his masculine energy and his feminine energy, you'll notice that you feel safe with him, that he is strong and confident and certain, but he's not controlling. And then when you want to talk to him or you want him to, you know, soften and have that empathy and compassion for what you're going through and he's there for you, he's able to slip into just slightly more of a feminine energy where he's able to be present and he understands and he listens and he lets you express yourself. Um, and that's that's a really, um, it's a really unique quality to have because a lot of the time, men have not healed the boy within them and so they they tend to go into that dark masculine energy which can be anger and control and manipulative um and so that was just that was just a part that I wanted to go over in the relationship and me understanding why it wasn't working for me and my ex-husband and when I came home from the flight from back from Sydney, I knew what I needed to do. And it wasn't easy. But it also, it just felt right. And so I remember in the five days, because it was NLP, and I asked the, the coach how I could best talk to my children about this. And through the beautiful skills of learning how to communicate and using the right language, and I understood about the how the subconscious mind hears things. And so 
The subconscious mind does not process negatives. It doesn't hear them. And so I guess the old me, if I was saying this, I would have said to my children, you know, don't worry, don't worry. You know, it, you know, it's not your fault. Now, my children being children, all they would have heard was worry, worry, it's your fault. So I came back and I was able to verbalize to them in such a powerful way. And I explained to them why I was doing what I was doing, that this was this was the best thing for all of us, and that I still loved their dad. And but you know, we weren't we weren't meant to be together anymore. We had grown apart, and I don't want them to see that we just settle. I said to them, I don't want you to see that even though you know that another person is likely to feel hurt by your actions, you do not settle for it if it's not right for you. I want my children to be so empowered that they never settle in a relationship or in a job if they don't feel happy, that they have the, you know, the ownership of themselves to be able to know that they can, they deserve more than that. And so I explained it to them in that way. And all I kept saying was, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like I literally, that's all I kept saying. And even though like I wanted to say, it's going to be okay, don't worry. I was so conscious and I was so awake of the words that I was speaking so that they would sit, sit right with them. So it wasn't easy after that, you know, massive, massive changes in the home life. And I was basically parenting by myself for a good 12 months after that. And they were seeing their dad every other weekend who had moved out. But the one thing that I can say, and if anybody else is in this situation, once you have clarity on what you want, and you know what you deserve, and you're going to do it. I was so happy. I was so happy and without guilt because a lot of the time we feel that we must stay sad because the other person is sad or what's everybody else going to think that, you know, I've done all of this and then I'm supposed to feel stink about it. And so I better not show that I'm too happy. Well, no, no way. I was so happy to be able to be myself. I didn't have to wear a mask at all anymore around you know, around him and pretend that I was this person because I could feel that we just weren't happy in the in the marriage. So I was able to be so happy and free. And this literally, this just lifted my children because if you're happy, your children are happy. Don't ever think for a moment that you have to stay together for your children because your children are not stupid. Your children know when mommy and daddy are not happy. And the fact that they saw that I was so happy and I had so much life and I had so much time for them and I was so present and we were literally just go getting everything in life, they were happy because they felt they felt safe and it was contagious. And, you know, all your kids want is for you to be happy. Like if you notice what your kids do, they, they do things to make you laugh, they do things to please you because they just want you to be happy. And they want you to be happy with them. And so, yeah, so it was a massive, massive change in all of our lives. And over the time, my children have become so much more empowered. We've gone through huge leaps with them speaking their truth when they're not happy and me encouraging them 
in how to speak their truth because learning how to speak and speaking consciously is so, so powerful in this in this day and age so that, you know, you can actually express yourself in a way that's that's heard and we're not coming from effect. We're not coming from it's all about you and it's your fault and I blame you. And so in every moment I was able to teach my children that this is all happening for a reason. And even though you don't like this or you don't like that, it's it's happening for you. And how does that make you feel? And what is it about you that you need to know? And so now, four years on, they are so strong. They don't take on other people's stuff. At the beginning, I was teaching them to go out. And I said, right, put a force field of energy around you. Put yourself in a bubble. It's not your stuff. It's not your negativity you don't need to take it on because I felt that they were often coming back into the home and I was like whoa what's going on like it's not your stuff and so teaching them about energy being mindful of that you know we are all energy and me being able to teach them these real things in life that school just do not teach um yeah and so my journey was not just for me but by doing it for me initially has now had that massive ripple effect and that impact on so many people, thousands of people, not only my children, but all of the people that I've ever come into contact with, that I've ever, you know, touched, that's ever watched a Facebook Live of mine. You know, I'm so, so grateful that because I chose to make the changes within me and I found the courage and I was brave enough to do that, I've then been able to touch and change the lives of so many other people. Um, so, so yeah, so that was that was that part of the journey. It was just it was just really exciting. Everything changed from there, and then I will I will go into what happened next because after that space and time, my ego decided to run the show for a little while, and so on the next episode, I will talk to you about all of the all of the um all of the things that my ego got me into and how I had to um I had to deal with that so thank you for listening if you want to follow me on Facebook you can find me Nikki Jane um let me know what you thought to this podcast if you want to message me at all then I do truly appreciate that and I will see you all on the next episode